And, uh, I mean, because uh, yeah, I so one of the. Welcome everyone to the Gravity Beard Podcast. Your home for discussions, and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tope. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Adam Baum. How are you, sir? <laughs> I am freaking fantastic, my brother. Thank you for asking. And how are you, sir? Um, I, I'm, I'm mostly good, but you know what? What? I had a flat tire today. Haha. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to drive, like, for, for someplace for work, for, like, 30 minutes away from where I work. Uh-huh. And, and on the way back, like about halfway back, I got a, a completely flat tire. I had to pull off the road wearing work clothes in 103 degree temperature and had to change my tire. That sucks. Was your spare tire flat? Because that's happened to me before. Thankfully, no. But it's the second time that I've used that spare. And so I, there's, there was no telling. But the spare you, was, not, was not flat. And, but I did <laughs> have to change a tire on the side of the road dressed for work in right. you know, like slacks and a shirt. And then I had to drive on my donut back to the office to drop Ivan <laughs> off. And then I had to drive up north another 40 minutes to get my tire fixed. I thought you were going to say dress for work and be like, you know, leather vest, assless chaps. <laughs> That's my other job. Because remember, like, you know, can you picture what that would look like on the side of the road if you're trying <laughs> to change a tire? Well, I, you know, it, it would be embarrassing to appear that way, but I can tell you it'd be a lot more comfortable. That's true with 103 degree heat. Oh, man. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. I've recovered. By the way, I was damn good at changing the tire. It took me like 15 minutes tops. That's not surprising. That's not surprising. That I'm good at changing tires? Yeah. I just feel like, you know, being the avid endorsement that we are, we still have some external life skills. Yeah, which I do, and I demonstrated it today. Well, good job. I hope you're happy. You know what? I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I am a bit proud of myself. One, for being able to pull it <laughs> off, and two, for doing it pretty quickly. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's an achievement, bro. Thanks, man. Well done. Appreciate yeah. it. Next. There's no real good way to segue from here, but I'd like to introduce a new segment to the show. Nice. Yeah. So this segment is going to be called Cocktails with Celebrities. Because let me ask you this question. Is there a celebrity or celebrities that you feel if they only got to know you, you guys would definitely be fast friends? There's no question. Okay. I feel the same way. And I have often put on Twitter to my favorite celebrity at that moment, if you're in town, I will buy you a beer. So today on Cocktails with Celebrities, I'm going to offer you the chance to have a cocktail with whatever celebrity you would choose. I love this segment. Thank you. I think it's great. I think everyone can relate to this because I know that I, I want it all the time. So I'm going to put it to you like this. If you, could, if you could have a beer with anyone or a cocktail, which celebrity would it be? Which drink would you have? And what would the conversation look like or the evening look like with this celebrity? Okay. So I, I think if we talk this out a little bit more, I think that the list would grow. You know, you keep having people come to your mind. Uh-huh. However, I think the first one that pops in my mind when you ask me that question is comedian, writer, and stand-up comic Don Mulaney. Oh, okay. So he's my pick. He's a brilliant comedy writer. The drink that I would choose, I, I don't know what Don Mulaney drinks, I would right. choose a white Russian, which, of course, is Kahlua cream and vodka. It's delicious. Right. It, if you're a fan of the movie Big Lebowski, it's also called the Caucasian. Naturally. And, you know, I think 
this whole conversation reminds me of Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars with Coffee. Yeah, totally. So, so I, I don't know if I'd have a favorite place or if I'd go to a different place depending on whatever person. You know, like he picks a different car or whatever, and they go do stuff right. like like the one with Jimmy Fallon. He went out and they went out on a boat. <laughs> um, but but I, I think the place where I there's two places where I really like to hang out and just have conversations. One is is a really great patio. You know, where the weather's mm-hmm. nice and cool and you got a decent view and it's kind of quiet. Yep. The other one is the other one is similar, but it's indoors and just like a cool lounge bar with not mm-hmm. loud music. Just, it's not real loud. Like it's real chill. You know, maybe some ambiance, some background music, and you're just kind of right. sitting in a really great table or booth. And you can just sit there for a couple hours and have great conversation. That is a fantastic evening. I think that would be that would be chill. And and I think the thing that he and I would talk about, just because I'm so fascinated by the craft of stand-up comedy, is just the whole uh-huh. science behind it and how he puts his act together and just how he writes, just how he creates. I would love to do that. I, and I bet that with your personality, you would get a lot out of that. Like I feel like that would be a very like a good conversation for you to have. You'd walk away from that with a with a great experience. There's no there's no question. I w- I would. I'd want to take notes. I, I'm so, I'm so, I'll never be a comedian. I'll never be a stand-up comic. Uh, you know, this podcast is probably as close as I'll ever get. It, but I would just eat it up. I would. I would. I love the science and art of comedy. Well, and I think though that that's why you have the the beer, right? We like to just kind of get inside the mind of somebody. I mean, and this is obviously played out in things like inside the actor's studio, uh, comedians in cars with coffee. Um, I mean, like all these things. But I think on a human level, like uh, you know, for the non-celebrities, like we're never probably going to have this opportunity. But what if they saw your tweet, you know, and did that? For sure. So yeah, I mean, you never know; it can be possible. And comedians are awesome. They are like if you catch them at stand-up shows, like they almost always will sit there and talk with you after the show. You know, so I feel like it's not too hard of a stretch to talk to a comedian. I absolutely agree. I think it's a great idea. Well, who's yours? So I've been thinking about this one, and I have a list going. Um, but this week, I'm going to start off with Jack Black. Absolutely. So I think that, again, like you, I would find a patio. Like, I love my back porch, you know, because yep. I keep a well-curated bar. Um, and uh, honestly, that's the hardest thing because I don't know what it would look like. I mean, I would want to talk to him about music. I'd want to talk to him about comedy, you know, and really, or, or, or none of those things. Just talk about like, dude, how you doing? Like, you know, are you all right? Is everything going well? You know, like just kind of get to know Jack Black a little bit. I mean, he's a live wire. If you see, I mean, he is on all the time. Um, and maybe even if he's so inclined, maybe jam out a little bit with him here at the house. You know, I got, sure. you know, we have the studio and everything. So my drink of choice would start off, um, probably starting off with an old fashioned. I'm not sure what he drinks. Um, I start off with an old fashioned and then switch to something very light because I'm not going to, you know, unless this kind of the way the night goes, I'd prefer not to be completely destroyed with Jack Black, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then like, well, well, you know what we got, we got pretty hammered. So I don't really remember much of the evening or just like, man, I just wish I could have, you know, for sure. um, had more intelligent things to say, but my definitely would be Jack Black starting off with an old fashioned and then switching over to something like a gin and tonic or, or something like that. But I'm with you patio talking about whatever. There we go. That's a great selection. And I bet that'd be a great conversation. I think it would be, I can't even fathom like how much fun that would be. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, cool, man. I love your new segment. What a great idea. Thanks. And it doesn't have to be so in-depth every time, but I think it'd be a great, like, who this week are we going to have cocktails with? Yeah, let's definitely do this. Let's keep doing this. Okay, and, of course, let's encourage our listeners, call the hotline and give us your answer to the questions. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, I love your new segment. Thanks for bringing that to the table. Thanks for having it. Next! All right, well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days so everyone knows what to celebrate this week. And, Adam, I'm going to kick things off. Do it. So yesterday, 
was National Middle Child Day. Are you a middle child? I am a middle child. Oh, no wonder nobody likes you. <laughs> Where did you fall in the birth order? I'm the baby. Oh, okay. That makes it, you're still the baby. <laughs> you're a baby. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> well, today, August 13th, is National Left-Handers Day. So I'm going to go ahead and call this National Ned Flanders Day. So yes. in your face, Flanders. In your in face, your Flanders. Flanders. <laughs> all right. Well, tomorrow is National Creamsicle Day. I love creamsicles. Yes. Yes. And on Wednesday is National Leathercraft Day, which I'm a huge fan of. I love Leatherworks, and I have the most amazing leather motorcycle jacket that I love wearing. Nice. Very cool. All right. Well, Absolutely. on Thursday, you may choose to celebrate National Tell-A-Joke Day. Mm. And so, of course, this shouldn't surprise anybody. I'd like to encourage everybody to call the hotline with your best jokes, and we will play them on the show. So stay tuned, folks. I, I will actually honor this day myself at the end of this very show. Oh, well, I don't know if anything can top BJ Vagengolf, but we'll at least give it a shot. <laughs> the classic of all classic jokes we've, played on our, we've had on our show. Well, the quintessential joke. Well, Friday, August 17th is National Nonprofit Day. So support your nonprofits, even if they are not a national company. <laughs> you see what I did there? And I let's do. get out there and celebrate those nonprofiters. I agree. Thank you, Adam. And you can finish up your week of celebrations with... National Mail Order Catalog Day. When I read this, I was like, oh, wait, this should be National Guess What's Been Replaced by the Internet Day. <laughs> That's true. This should just be National Amazon Day. <laughs> right. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn to This Week in History. Okay. I will kick us off. In 30 AD, Cleopatra commits suicide, possibly by means of an asp. A poisonous Egyptian serpent. I can't think of a hor- more horrible way to go. <laughs> I'm going to have to admit that I didn't know that Cleopatra committed suicide. Yeah. Uh, I, I've only done cursory research. And so, number one, I didn't know that. And number two, I'm sure there's many more ways to go than a poisonous snake bite. <laughs> and I don't think anybody should be surprised that we've only done cursory research. That's what we do, man. It's our commitment. It is what we do. Okay. Well, th- <laughs> this week in 1899, Henry Ford leaves... Edison to start an automobile company, and I think that worked out pretty well for him. What a career change. And this week in 1969, the Woodstock Festival opens in Bethel, New York. Uh, if I could travel back in time, I'd go see that concert. Okay, so a footnote to this. Did you know just, just a couple of weeks later, they had another huge, huge mu- music festival with a lot of the same acts in Louisville, Texas, which is just north of here? No kidding. Yeah, it was called the, the Texas International Pop Festival. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. There's, and there, there's actually a bunch of information on the internet about it. I was thinking about doing an episode on it. Maybe we still will sometime in the future. We definitely should. All right. And this week in 1982, one of my favorite comedies debuts, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh. Have you seen that movie? Nope. Are you serious? I swear to God. Would you be willing to take on an assignment? Yes. Okay. I, I want you to go watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the next episode. Okay. Sounds good. Excellent. All right, well, only eight years later, in 1990 this week, a skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus rex is discovered. Oh, well, that's interesting. I wonder how many they had found before that. I think seven. Really? I have no idea. Are you asking follow-up questions? Are you serious? I just like the setup of, like, that it's always going to be a letdown. We have not done any more research. 
No, as okay. a matter, I didn't even click on the link. I didn't read. I didn't read four <laughs> words of that story. I literally, I literally read "Skeleton of Tyrannosaurus Rex Discovered" and I moved on. Well, we can move on to 1992 when legendary basketball player and Boston Celtic Larry Bird hangs up his jersey, which is unfortunate. He was an amazing, amazing basketball player. Possibly better than LeBron. Definitely better than LeBron. There you go, folks. Real talk here. Hot takes on Larry Bird. (laughs) 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 Not only was that not a hot take, but that was 25 years ago. (laughs) Like no one cares about anything you have to say about Larry Bird. Yeah, I know. And what what could you say, though? Only that he's freaking awesome and probably better than LeBron. Definitely. Next. All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the news. Cue the news jingle. Only for you, Adam. Oh. All right, Adam. You're still a relatively young guy, right? Yeah, definitely. However, have you thought about the details of your funeral? Yes. (laughs) Have you really? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to get too deeply into those, but give me a couple of ideas, just real quickly. Uh, cremated. Oh wow! You wow! That's actually something we agree on. Okay. Yeah, but, but yeah, save the money for the family. But what about your service? Your, the service itself. You know, I really want like a huge party. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want a big f-ing party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad you said that. Well, then you're going to like the story we're going to discuss today. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Adam, there's this family who had a teenage son who died. And in order to honor his memory, they had sort of an unusual wake. Oh, I wonder. I think I might know. Go ahead. You think you've heard this story? I might have heard it, but please. I mean, it was a long time ago. Okay. So, here's the deal. They went to this funeral home, and what they do is is they specialize in honoring each of the deceased in a way that kind of celebrates who they were when they were alive. Right. All right. So in this particular case with this with this teenager, this this is what they did for he and his family. Are you ready? Yep. So they took his corpse and they positioned it in a chair facing a television screen holding a video game controller wearing a Kyrie Irving jersey. <laughs> I have not heard that one. Okay, so Renard Matthews 18 uh, who a neighbor described as a nice young man who loved football and basketball and whose favorite athlete was Celtics guard Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so in order to honor him, his wake presented a faithful reflection of his low-key lifestyle, as they describe it. So the family had Matthews, as I described, embalmed and placed in a stance that was typical for him, it says. And so, Adam, I have emailed you a link. Okay. I want you to click on this link so you can see Renard Matthews. Okay. So I have several thoughts about this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, a part of me wants to like think this is really stupid. And a part of me thinks that like, this is kind of awesome. <laughs> I think the thing that I think about when I see the picture of it uh-huh. is that, holy cow, that's an actual dead body. That is a great point. That's the gravity of the situation. That's an actual human body. Right. That's 100% correct. Oh, there's zebra cakes there, too. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Renard had excellent, excellent taste in snacks. Yeah, yeah, and teams. Yeah, it looks like he had Barg's root beer, I think. Yeah, okay, so let's see if I can describe this just a little bit. So he's sitting in kind of an office chair lounging. He has Boston Celtics socks on with um, Irving on the, on the socks. He's got Nike slides, sitting back comfortably reclining, and he has Doritos, root beer. Um, he's got a remote control for the TV and a zebra cakes holding, uh, it looks like an Xbox One controller. Yeah, now I think what's funny, well, it's not funny, but it's just kind of odd, is that so he's holding the video game controller, but on the TV is a Celtics game. Oh, that's interesting. So he's not really playing video games. He's just holding the video game controller. But I don't know how you would... I think since he's already wearing all the Celtics stuff, that maybe they should have maybe had a video game on the TV. I, I agree with that. So I, I think that's a that. miss. That's a miss on the, on the part of the funeral home. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. Okay, so moving on with the story... The funeral home where the wake was held is accustomed to a lot of unique requests. One time, it's a, in a quote, it says, we, we stood a deceased drummer from a grassroots band at a drum set, Adam. Wow. So, so perhaps you'd like that option. Uh, it's a great one. So that's not all, Adam. Actually, there's been others. It says the funeral home also hosted the 2014 wake of Miriam Maymay Burbank, 53, who was posed this way. Actually, you know what? I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to read from the article. I want you to go ahead and scroll down okay. to the next picture, and I want you to describe how Maymay was posed. Okay, so Maymay here, uh, obviously sunglasses, which is, a, a, I think, a good trend. Um, she's seated at a table with a picture of someone in a frame. She's got a glass of wine. She's got a bush beer, an ashtray, and a menthol cigarette <laughs> at a table in front of a TV with a bottle of Jack Daniels behind her, surrounded by some plants. Uh-huh. Do you want to know why she was posed that way? Why? It says, Burbank was described by her loved ones as a party girl, that was in quotes, who loved beer and scotch, Adam. Ooh. Here's one of her relatives. It says, when I walked in, I feel like I was in her house, and it didn't hurt so much. Oh. That brings up an interesting point. Is that the reaction you would have? Like, let's, let's just put ourselves in the shoes of the, of the family members First of all, would you choose this for yourself or any of the family members? Uh, no, I, I think it should be much more painful, honestly. You do? Yeah, because if I walked in and saw any one of my family members like this, I, I think that it would, it, would, it would be really, really hard to deal with. I think so, too. I don't think I would have the same response as this particular one. But, you know, g- good for them. Well, I mean, and I can see how that would be a, a, a factor. I, I, I don't think that would be my reaction. The unique custom has been called extreme embalming. And honors the deceased in personal ways. It's particular pop, particularly popular in Puerto Rico, which I didn't know until I read this article. That's interesting. Scrolling down a little further, please describe the the next deceased. Okay, this one is a little more interesting because the, this boy, he looks like a, a very young person, maybe at the age of twelve. He's standing up in a Green Lantern costume, but he's like leaning against the wall. This one to me seems. So the other pictures that you see, they're somewhat comforting, like of the video game player and the, and the woman sitting at the table. This one seems really creepy. Like, like no disrespect intended, like this one would, I would feel very uncomfortable. I think they did a poor job of embalming. <laughs> so would you say it's not extreme enough? I, I don't know how to fix that, man. Like I don't, I don't even, I, I feel like this is extreme, you know, extremely bad. <laughs> All right. Well, you got the age wrong. I think you put him at 
12, did you say? It looked about 12. Okay, so in 2015, this Green Lantern fan, whose name is Renato Garcia, actually 55 years old. What? He died of an asthma attack and uh, was bid goodbye in the costume he often wore around town, by the way. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, he's also wearing a mask, too. Um, So, again, to cover the eyes, which I think is a smart move. Okay, so are you taken aback at all by the fact that the reason he dressed up, they dressed him up this way is because he often wore this costume around town? Of course. <laughs> okay, scroll down to the next one, please. Okay. Please describe for the listener. Okay, so this is a very famous one. I've seen this one all over the internet. Oh, you have? Um, yeah, absolutely. This this guy, because this is a collage here, was an old like taxi cab driver, I think. So He sure, he sure was. He is deceased in his cab, wearing some white gloves. His eyes are closed. Um, this is going to sound irreverent, but I don't mean that. So he looks like he's peacefully sleeping at the wheel of his taxi cab. So he's in the car, dressed up very nice, white gloves in his taxi cab. Yes. So that is the body of taxi driver Victor Perez Cardona. And it actually said that some of the mourners, when they visited him here at the wake, either got in the passenger side or got in the back seat. Oh, yeah. To to take one last ride with with Mr. Cardona. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I know this is a very non traditional custom, but that seems very warm to me. You know, like uh, my ex wife is Puerto Rican, and so we went to uh, her aunt's her great aunt's funeral, and I saw a lot of people like um, lean over and kiss her great aunt when she was in in the wake, and I find that to be like. Okay, like, I mean, you got the balls to do that. I do not. You know, like, right. I just, it seems like it would be a very disconcerting experience. But, like, I mean, in this situation, like, the guy seems peaceful and to get in his car, you know, like, it's weird, but it's also like, damn, dude, like, that's uh, what a great way to say goodbye, kind of. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it, but I can see how this would be very touching. Yeah, you know, I, I think I could go either way with it. Like, I, if you said, man, I think this is super weird and I'm creeped out by it and it's also hilarious and bizarre. I'd be like, yeah, that seems like a reasonable opinion. It's, it's, it's a pretty astute description also because like, I, this is not what I want. I wouldn't want to go to that. <laughs> you know, like I, 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 and I definitely don't, like, definitely don't want a family member like that. But I mean, I can see how this would be moving to a few people except for the, the Green Lantern. I feel like that was very weird. That was not super because, weird. Not because of the Green Lantern costume, because of the poor job of the embalming. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, we'll post a link to this article in the group so everyone else can... Uh, I have no idea what everyone else can do. They can do what they want with it. Yeah, this is interesting. So before we go, let's just say that this is something that you were excited about doing for yourself. Do we, would you like to set up the scene that you would have for yourself? You know, I really feel like the drum set is a great option. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like because you can put my like my head down, sunglasses on, or close my eyes. You know, I can have like I can be at a rest position. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't need I wouldn't need to be like up like I'm playing the drums, but like sitting behind them, maybe with my hands folded over the snare drum or something like that. I think that would be awesome with music playing. And what what would it be playing? Um, all the music that people probably would want to listen to, but like all my favorite bands. Like I love some Nightwish, some Arch Enemy, Metallica. You know, Megadeth, um, you know, Metropolis. I'm sorry, um, uh, Dream Theater. You know, all those, all those good jams. All right, well, consider it done. Because we have such a close friendship, I'm willing to do that for you. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. All right, well, unfortunately, Adam, we've reached that part of the show. Oh, no. Yeah, we've got some bad news. We don't have time to get to our next story. Oh, 
well, I, I can't imagine it being more <laughs> interesting than that one. <laughs> well, hold on to that opinion, Adam, because I'm going to read the headline. <laughs> Are you ready? Ready. Machete-wielding woman forces ex-boyfriend to have sex with her. Oh, righty then. I, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> totally wrong. Perhaps you were. And, of course, as we promised in every episode, we will make every effort to get to this in a future episode. And, and we do. We make every effort. We do. Adam may be more effort than me, but I, I, do, I do extend some effort. I really try. Next! All right, well, with that, let's move on to birthdays yeah this hopefully this will bring us out of the dumps maybe i need to play some christmas music jeez man (laughs) would you like for me to play christmas music instead of birthday music we need yes please do okay how about this is this suitable this is much better excellent okay well for, for this just for the mood and because adam loves christmas and because it's christmas in july We'll play this Christmas song for birthdays. Perfect. All right, I'll get us kicked off. Yesterday, there were two birthdays. First, Casey Affleck turns 43, and Pete Sampras turns 46. Dude, Casey Affleck is 43? Unbelievable, huh? Holy s***, man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, tomorrow, August 14th, there is a plethora of great birthdays. In 1945, Steve Martin was born. That seems crazy. He's 73 today. In 1987, Tim Tebow was born. He's 31, still trying to find his way in the pros. In 1983, Mila Kunis was born, and she will always be lovingly Meg Griffin. Halle Berry turns 52. That seems crazy because she's still absolutely gorgeous. And Urban Magic Johnson was born. He's now 59 years old. That's a, that's a fantastic day of birthdays. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, well, Wednesday, August 15th, is the birthdays of Jennifer Lawrence, 28, and Ben Affleck, 46. And I didn't know until I didn't know until now that Ben and Casey brothers have birthdays in the same week. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I didn't I didn't make that connection either. They're three years uh, apart, three years and three days apart. Oh, interesting. All right, and on Friday is the birthday of Hollywood legend Robert De Niro, who turns 76. Man, that's crazy. And Saturday, August 18th, Andy Samberg turns 40. And in 1936, Robert Redford was born. He's 82, and that seems absolutely crazy to me. Should Robert Redford be on the is he dead or not list? <laughs> He's almost there. He's working his way to the list. Or, or I think we should call it the Abe Bogota list. Who actually, Abe Bogota died a couple years ago, but he used to be the one celebrity that everybody joked about. We don't know if he's dead or not. <laughs> right. Finally kicked the bucket. Yeah. All right. Well, let's finish up with born on this day, but now dead. <laughs> so, so, so this, thank you, Clay Groves of the Fishners podcast. <laughs> never, so, never fails to make me laugh. And this week we have Alfred Hitchcock, Fidel Castro, and Annie Oakley. Interesting. Born on this day. I like that. I like that group of three. It's a good group. Yeah, and then we'll finish up with something we haven't yet to do on the show. It's died on this day and still dead. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Yeah, so this week, these three people died and are still dead. Babe Ruth, Elvis Presley, and Mickey Mantle. Wow, that's crazy. What a day. Next! All right, you know what we have next, Adam? What? Dear Dave. Dear Dave. Okay, for those that don't know... Dear Dave is something we do with our friend Dave from Philly, who is the co-host of the Super Movie Bros podcast, also appearing on the Podfix Network. And Dear Dave has agreed to be our staff advice giver. 
And so people are calling in or getting into contact with us somehow. Really what they're doing is they're calling the hotline, asking Dave a question, and then Dave is calling in the hotline and answering their question. What do we have this week, brother? I'm glad you asked. And so let me play. So what I'm going to do is I'll play this week's question from our listener. You ready? Ready. Bonjour. I'm calling for Dave. Mon cher Dave, uh, uh, my name is Solange, and I have been living. I have a question for you. I have been living in Adafer, New Mexico, for three weeks now, and I have a problem because everywhere I go, people make the they make the jokes about French fries, and it is so annoying. How do I get them to stop? Well, what an interesting problem. That's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah. So we've got this delightful French woman who, it sounds like she's recently moved to New Mexico. Yeah. Albuquerque, you know? And, and she's super annoyed by people making French fry jokes. Right. They should be called freedom fries. <laughs> yeah, that's the first problem. <laughs> I'm actually really, I'm really curious to see how Dave is going to address this problem. Yeah, this is a good one. So go ahead and play what Dave said. All right, let's listen. This message is for uh, Frenchie there. Look here, Frenchie. The history books are full of stories of the French just lying down and taking it like a dime store corner worker. So what I want you to do is channel that inner Bastille Day person persona of yours and say no more. The next time one of those New Mexican bastards calls you French fry, you go Walter White Heisenberg on their ass. And then punch the biggest one in his tortilla stuffing face and shout, (laughs) Liberté, Igante, Fraterne, which is, uh, of course, French for liberty, equality, fraternity. That's the motto of Bastille Day. That's what you got to channel. Wow. I think any advice that ends with punching someone in the face is my kind of advice. And, and then quoting the historical stuff about Bastille Day in French. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty legit. I feel like that she should now be well prepared. Yeah, so once again, Dave is going to give an amazing advice. Yes. Thanks, Dave. Absolutely. Okay, well, if anybody else has a problem of any kind or a question, they need some advice. I think we've demonstrated more than a few times now. Dave is your guy. Please call the hotline, let us know, and Dave will call back and give you an answer. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. You can call the hotline, guys, though, at 321-465-2180 if you'd like to get some incredible advice from our friend from the city of Brotherly Shove, Dave. (laughs) He (laughs) loves that nickname, too. I know, more than anything. Next! All right, well, speaking of the hotline, are you ready for the hotline message of the week? Yes, absolutely. And as Adam said, the hotline number is 321-465-2180. I don't think we have to tell people what to use the hotline for anymore. I think they've more than figured that out. I'm still waiting for some crime tips, but other than that, it's going it's going great. On how to solve crimes or how to commit crimes? Both. <laughs> All right, well, there you go, folks. There's your challenge from, from Adam. <laughs> All right, well, then I'm going to play... This week's Hotline Message of the Week. So how much money would it take for you guys to do a a Gravity Beard calendar, a nude calendar? Now, this is specifically just Chris each month. Now, of course, it's going to be tastefully done, um, you know, professional photographer. Like, what would it take? Just, just check it. You know, and this can go to, to Adam. This can go for dear Dave. 
as well, but just like tasteful, new calendar, gravity beard, go. So I'm going to go ahead and speak for the two of us and say I, I don't think it would take much for Chris to be willing to do uh, a tastefully done nude photo shoot calendar. Actually, you're wrong, Adam. Okay, I there, disagree. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no. <laughs> you disagree that you're wrong. Yeah, that's pretty generally. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's actually no way that I would do a nude calendar. That's ridiculous. It was. He said tastefully done, though. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Okay, what if I offered you a plate of grande nachos? Now I will do it. I will do it for a yes. plate of grande nachos. Okay, that's where do you want the grande nachos from? It, it doesn't matter if it's if the words grande and nachos are put together. I'm game for just about anything. I think we could make this work. I, I okay. think we could definitely make it work. Okay, great. We'll put that on the Gravity Bear calendar. Yeah, we, we don't have time to get into it now, but we're going we're gonna to table that, and we'll get back to you on, on how we're going to execute the nude calendar idea. Sounds like Chris has a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> In your face. All right. Well, of course, uh, that's all the time we have for any hotline messages, but... Tune in immediately after this for a hotline minisode for all the rest of the messages. Yes. Which, yes. which by, the, by the way, we've got a lot of things to sort out, and I mean a lot. So you are going to want to tune in for that. I'm in. I'm in. Next. Okay. And you know what we have next? What? Sarah Hack for that. Sarah Hack for that. All right. Are you ready for this week's uh, life hack from Sarah? I am absolutely ready for a life hack. All right. Let's do it. I'm back. Hack number two coming right at you right now. Yes. What's up, this Sarah? This all about how to do two things at the same time. You're busy. You're working. You're driving. Huh. You're thinking. You're going to the potty. You're, you're going potty. I'm a mom. I'm sorry. I have to say potty. I'm like legally obligated to say potty for some <laughs> reason. Anywho. How do you do two of those things at once? I mean, I personally would like to see an arms deal done while somebody's in the bathroom, but, you know, I probably won't be in the room at the time. And That's frankly, awesome. And if the person's taking a dump, I don't really want to be there at all. But here's how you do two things at once. Are you ready? I think you should take notes because this one is a life changer. Okay. First, you do the first thing. Then you do the second. You're welcome. Sarah Hack for that. Number two. Sarah Hack for that. Well, thanks, Sarah. That's not the same time. I mean, thank you. I feel a little misdirected. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I thought that was excellent advice. I, 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 I thought she was really coming on strong with the bathroom arms deal. Because <laughs> why not? Right. And, and what a great thing to be done while using the bathroom. However, when you said do one thing and then the other, that's not the same time. I just want to point out that in the last life hack, her idea was only available on BlackBerry. Right. And, and on this one, she referenced a phrase, arms deal, that I don't think has been used since the 80s. Huh. Well, it's because you're not around a lot of arms dealers. <laughs> that's fair. That's Some fair. of us have heard that more than others. Okay. I don't know about you, Adam, but I very much appreciate that life hack from Sarah. Well, it's worth it just to hear the jingle. Sarah hack for that. <laughs> See? A little vibrato tail on the end with some reverb. Perfect. I love this. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for your second life hack. We hope we yes. get more from you in the future. Ah, uh, thank you. Next. And now, as I promised, 
I'll honor National Tell-A-Joke Day by ending today's episode with this. Okay. A hotel guest calls from the front desk and the clerk answers, may I help you? The man says, yes, I'm in room 858. You need to send someone to my room immediately. I'm having an argument with my wife and she, she says she's going to jump out the window. The desk clerk says, I'm sorry, sir, but that's a personal issue. The man replies, listen, I can't get the window open and that's a maintenance issue. <laughs> that, is an, uh, that is a maintenance issue. <laughs> uh, that was a good joke. Next. All right. Well, with that, Adam, we've come to the end of another episode of This Week Today. Oh, dang it. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to promote? Yes, I'd like to promote myself at www.lordsaunders.com. And you can find me anywhere on social media at the Lord Saunders. And I am promoting my audio editing services. If you'd like to, if you have a project you need done, if you need some advice, if you need some consultation, please, please give me a call. I'd love to hear from you and go over some options for you or even just kind of point you in the right direction if that's what you need. Alrighty, a couple of reminders again. The hotline number is 321-465-2180. Let us hear from you. And please come join us on Facebook. Search the Gravity Beard Interns. You'll not regret it. If you enjoy the show enough that you'd like to be a regular supporter, you can do so right now at patreon.com forward slash gravity beard to sign up. You can also impulsively make an ill-advised one-time donation to the show. You have two options there. One, you can use our PayPal link. That's paypal.me forward slash gravitybeard. Or you can search by email, contactthebeard at gmail.com. Or two, you can find us on Venmo by searching Gravity Beard, all one word. Gravity Beard is a proud member of the Podfix Network. It's a terrific lineup of shows. Go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out or search at Podfix on Twitter. Also, please check out Podfix Presents. It's a podcast from the collective minds of the Podfix Network. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher. Listeners can find This Week Today on Twitter by searching at The Gravity Beard. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeup by Silent Partner. Their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can also be found on YouTube. You've been listening to This Week Today on Gravity Beard. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Later. from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. All right, did you get that link that I sent you? Yes. Okay, don't do anything with it yet. Okay, that was a misdirect.